Hi everyone, and welcome to the Mental Pause Podcast with Tracy. Thank you so much for joining me today. It has been pretty close to the day of being one year since the pandemic really first hit us. Can you believe that? One year. And throughout the year, I would say that I've had some significant mental pause moments that really created some ahas and especially sitting where we've been for the last year, I would say that we've gone through, or at least, sorry, I have gone through many different emotions throughout the year. Emotions of uncertainty, the anxiety, the, okay, this isn't so bad. We're having some time. We're reconnecting with family back down into this anxious, here we go again. And it's been this up and down for many of us where having to deal with these emotions in in of itself is stressful. But I think of even the individuals that have young children or special needs children, or where their parents are elderly and need that extra care. The change, the the drastic change that came to those families. I mean, I'm grateful that my children are old enough that I wasn't impacted in that way. But many friends and colleagues had to really step into a very different time And so although it was uncertain and even the anxiety about what was happening on outside of our homes, what was happening inside of our homes was even more stressful and added to those emotions and the different feelings that we all had. And so to all of you that are out there that had to really step in to being a mom 24-7, a teacher 24-7, a chef, a um, housekeeping, your own corporate jobs, right? Your shoppers, the laundry. I mean, I think of all of the many things that hit our plate every single day without that added teaching stress and having the kids 24-7 with us working all from the same home and being confined to that same home and area day in and day out for months on end. Wow. Not easy. And... I feel that there's joy and opportunity also as part of that. And I'm speaking for myself, and I hope that you can also see some of the good that's come out of this. In the job that I have, I'm always on the road. I was back and forth, and in 2020 alone, I'll tell you, even throughout December into the Christmas holidays, I would be flying home from somewhere around the world, And I would spend the weekend and I'd be back out on the road again, whether it was to the airport or even locally within my area. Um, And that became even more as January hit in 2020. 
I was in and out. I was home for 24 hours, back on the road again, back home two days, back on the road again. And it was March the 12th, March the 9th was the last actual trip that I had where I actually came home because the customers that I was seeing, uh, I had lost my voice through all the traveling and everything that was going on. And the heightened anxiety for people just in that moment about what COVID-19 was. It had just really started. And the, I think the flurry of how people were feeling, I didn't actually end up going to see some customers. But that was my day-to-day. That's where I spent my time, in and out. I came home and I'd be lucky if I saw my children because they are young adults and they had friends, they had jobs, they had school. So we were passing in the winds. Uh, I mean, there were times that I would see them for a few minutes to say, hi, love you, goodbye. And when everything shut down for the pandemic, I had the opportunity to get to know my kids. How cool is that? As young adults, we played video games together. Okay, they laughed at me throughout the video games, but whatever, we played, we had fun, it was frustrating. Video games aren't the same today as what they were back in my day. The old Pac-Man and and that, let me play that and I'll kick their butts something seriously. (laughs) I'm sure that there's some of you that can relate. Anyways, the energy that we had and the fun that we got to sit down and have dinner, make dinner, um, organize playing games virtually with their nanny and with my mom. We had to find new and different ways but they really created a special part of my heart that honestly, if we continued on in 2020, the way that it had began for the first three months, I wouldn't have seen my kids in 2020. We would have been these, you know, missing each other in the night or having maybe five to 10 minutes on the run, not sitting down to play games and not where I actually got to know my kids as young adults, where we got to laugh and build a bond that we had when they were younger. That's where I say there's opportunities out of what's happened with the pandemic. The other really cool factor for me that I don't think I would have had the time to dive into is around my own self-awareness and the self-improvements that I was able to dive into deeper than I would normally. I love reading leadership books and I love uh, the opportunity to interact and learn and have and have had um, life coaches, business coaches and executive coaches to guide me through my journey in life and to help me be a better person each and every day. In 2020, I was able to do that much deeper. Um, And it all started when I had time to escape the four walls and go to the lake for 10 days and had that therapeutic opportunity to walk along the sandy beach with the water crashing up, doing yoga on the beach and getting into doing some really 
different yet rejuvenating pieces that I needed to clear my mind and to clear the anxiety and the stress of being unable to go anywhere and everywhere and do things. I uncovered some powerful epiphanies that I'm not sure that I would have got into. Maybe, maybe eventually. However, I've been working on self-improvement for many years. And because I haven't had that deep amount of time, I've been able to repress a lot of it and hold it down deep and not really look in the mirror and say, are you really who you want to be? Are you really Tracy Tink? Or are you a chameleon Tracy Tink being who you feel everybody else wants you to be? And that's where the mirror spoke back. And I understood that many of my life choices, my career moves, and things that I have done over the years were all tied in to who I thought people wanted me to be. And there was one time I had a coach who, who did question that, and I dismissed the question. I was looking at a new role, and uh, my coach said to me, okay, so why do you want this role? What is it about this role that aligns into your core values and who you are. And every response that I had for my coach was all aligned into what other people wanted. And she challenged me a couple of times. And I dismissed it. And it came back into my purview when I was really looking at who I was and whether I was truly aligned into who I wanted to be, my authentic self. And there's parts of me that was. But there was parts of me that remembered back to one of the books that I read probably four or five years ago by Brene Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection. Let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Let go of who you're supposed, who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Wow. How many of you can stop and say that and really believe that you are who you are meant to be and where you're meant to be on your life journey? Is it aligned into your core values, like truly aligned into your core values? Or are you working to gain the acceptance of others? How cool is that? Now, as I continued down with these epiphanies, there were other things that I noticed. I became aware of situations in my life when I either experienced trauma or health issues. And they were at stages in my life where I can truly share with you that I knew intuitively in my body the decisions that I was making were so clear to me 
that they were the wrong path if I decided to go down them. And yet I didn't listen. I kept going. And today I can share with you that there were many signs for me with my intuition and the different ways that I was feeling that I totally ignored. Oh my gosh. So ladies, for those of you that are over 50 or in that state where you're dealing with menopause, I had days where my ears would burn and I'd have different tingling sensations and heat that I always put to it being um, menopause or that premenopause where you feel that warm or tingling sensations that come and go throughout the day. That's what I thought it was. Or I thought it was supplements that I was taking like my fish oils or the vitamin D, things that I was always, nah, it's got to be that. An excuse for something. It couldn't be that it was anxiety. The anxiety that was showing up because I wasn't following my intuition or what my true purpose was because I was so chasing after what the leaders in the organization wanted me to do and say. Not where I was or who I needed to be. So although we've been a year in this space of adversity and uncertainty and where, yes, it, it held some stress and some un- emotional roller coasters for myself, I would say the best thing out of it, as I shared, is the relationship with my children and the opportunity for me to grow. Now I've got some tools that I'm able to use every day where I can gauge how I'm feeling and I can honestly share with you that each day I feel mostly awesome. And I started rituals that I've not done in the past, or I've done, but I've done in and out. I haven't been consistent with them. And you have to be. When you're on the road and you're traveling, sometimes that consistency, it just doesn't happen because the hours are long and crazy and different. And of course, those were excuses that I put into place. Now, I have my morning rituals. I wake up. First thing I do is drink water. I have that into my body and I go into meditation. I do a quick 10 to 12 minutes of meditation to clear my mind and to set intentions for how I want my day to be so I can lead it for me. I follow that by five minutes of gratitude and outlining the things that are going to be important to me to create a day of those intentions. I go into balancing out my chakras and knowing that I am clear and ready to start my day. That is how every day now begins. And I am so grateful to be able to do that and it has changed the way that my days have boundaries and I'm able to call a day a day and I'm able to take a mental pause in my day when I need to, to physically check in to see why are you feeling like this? 
What's causing you to have this stress or anxiety? What is it that your stomach's trying to tell you about something that's upcoming, whether it's a meeting, whether it's something that you're engaging with, something that you just simply aren't doing? Pay attention. And for heaven's sake, ask yourself how you're doing and don't lie. Because I'll tell you, it's not an easy time. And it's okay to say, I need someone's help. I need a virtual hug. I need you to check in on me to hold me accountable. That's why we're here. And I am so happy to have you joining me so that I can share these great experiences and the ways that I've taken time to put positive spin to this worldly uncertainty that we've been in for over a year. And who knows how much longer we're going to have this new version of what we believe to be 2021. How are you going to turn your language around from what you've experienced in 2020 to have it be more positive for 2021? And how can I help you guide that way through conversation, through topics of discussion, or through just guidance and support? You can find me on Instagram again, You'll see the, uh, my Instagram feed and the details below. And I'd love to hear what your perception or learnings are coming out of 2020 and into 2021 and the language and how you're going to shift from a place of maybe not opportunity, but take it to be opportunity. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's been going on and how are you really doing? Stay safe. Be kind and gentle to yourself. And remember to take the moments to mental pause in your day. That's all for now. Looking forward to connecting in with you next time.